Good morning, family. Good morning. I'm so glad you chose to join me here today. Praise the Lord. We had a wonderful service yesterday and um, dedicated a couple babies. A couple people rededicated their lives to the Lord. Oh, Jesus. And it was just a good day. Father, we thank you. Let's pray. Let us pray. This is Pastor Jay with the full 180. And um, just wanted to uh, let's start our day up with prayer and with communion. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the cross. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for what you did, sorry. <clears throat> we thank you that you took the stripes on your back, Lord, that you, you bore our sins, Lord, the sins of the whole world, Lord. And right now we repent. We repent of our sins, Lord. We repent and we ask for your forgiveness. Lord, we turn the opposite direction. We make a full 180, God, and we run towards you. We run towards your word. We run towards your, towards your guidance. We run towards you, Jesus. And we ask that you would just wash us clean, Lord, that you would purge us with hyssop. Lord, we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your enabling grace. And it says, it says in his word that he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me, Lord. We thank you for your broken body and we give you the praise Lord. we can never thank you enough. In Jesus' name, let us take the symbol of his, uh, of his broken body together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And it says in the same way he took the cup and he blessed it and he said, this is the blood of my new covenant. He said, do this in remembrance of me. It is for the forgiveness of the sins of the whole world, Lord. We thank you. And thank you, cannot thank you enough for the forgiveness of our sins. Lord, I ask now, God, that you would you would, you would watch us, Lord, that you would see us, Lord. We remember, we will never forget. Lord, we honor you, Lord, and we take part in your sacrifice. Lord, this can never, never equal to what you've done for us, Lord, but we will never forget what you did for us in Jesus' name. Let us take the symbol of his sacrifice together. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Okay, here we are. We are in Nahum. We are winding up to the end of the Old Testament. This is so fantastic. Here we go. We're in Nahum 1. Oh, I gotta change my versions because I was in the good news yesterday. <clears throat> Nahum won the oracle, a burdensome message, a pronouncement from God concerning Nineveh, the capital of us, the capital city of Assyria, the book of the vision of Nahum, and Elkosh, which he saw in the spirit, and prophesied, The Lord is a jealous and avenging God, protecting and demanding what is rightfully and uniquely his. The Lord avenges, he is full of wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on his adversaries. And he reverses wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. And he will not by no means leave the guilty unpunished. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm. And the clouds are dust beneath his feet. He rebukes the sea. He dries up and dries up all the rivers, illustrating his judgment. Bashan on the east and Mount Carmel on the west, whither... And in the north, the blo blossoms of Lebanon fade, the mountains quake before him, and the hills melt away. Indeed, the earth is shaken by his presence. 
Yes, the world and all that dwell in it. Who can stand before his indignation, his great wrath? Who can stand up and endure the fierceness of his anger? His wrath is poured out like fire, and the rocks are destroyed by him. The Lord is good and strength and stronghold, <clears throat> a strength and stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows, he he knows, he recognizes, cares for, and understands fully those who take refuge and trust in him. But with an overwhelming flood of judgment <coughs> through invading armies, he will make a complete destruction of its sights, of its sight, and will pursue his enemies into darkness. Whatever plot you Assyrians devise against the Lord, he will make a complete end of it. Affliction of God's people and the hand by the hand of Assyria will not occur twice. Like tangled thorn branches gathered for fuel, and like those drowned in drunkenness, the people of Nineveh are consumed through fire, like stubble completely withered by dry and dry in the day of the Lord's wrath from you, O Nineveh. One has gone forth who plotted evil against the Lord, a malevolent counselor, the king of Assyria. This is what the Lord says. Though you are at full strength and many in number, even so will be you will they will be cut off and pass away, though I have afflicted. You and cause you grief, O Jerusalem, I will afflict you no longer. Now I will break his yoke of taxation off of you, and I will tear off your shackles. And the Lord has given command, a command concerning you, O king of Nineveh. Your name will no longer be perpetuated. I will cut off the carved idols and cast images from the temple of your gods. I will prepare your grave and for you are vile and unworthy. Behold, on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, telling of Assyria's destruction, who announces peace and prosperity, celebrating their feasts. O Judah, perform your vows, for the wicked one, the king of Assyria, will never pass again through you. He is completely cut off. Nahum 2. The overthrow of Nineveh, the one who scatters, has come up against you, Nineveh. The man, <coughs> man the fortress and ramparts, Watch the road, strengthen your back, prepare for battle, summon all your strength, for the Lord will restore the splendor and majesty of Jacob like the splendor of the of ancient and united Israel, even though destroyers have destroyed them and ruined their fine branches and the shields of his shoulders of Media and Babylon are colored red. The warriors are dressed in scarlet and the chariots ablaze with fire flashing steel. When he is prepared to march, the cypress spears and the banshee, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> are brandished for battle. The chariots race madly in the streets. They rush wildly in the broad plazas. Their appearance is like torches. They rush in various directions like forked lightning and remembers, <clears throat> he remembers and summons his nobles. They stumble in their march, terrified because of the attack. They hurry into the city wall and the men mantle it is prepared and firmly set up. The gates of the river surrounding Nineveh are open, and the palace from the sun-dried brick is dissolved by the torrents. It is decreed. Nineveh is stripped, and she is carried away, and her handmaidens are moaning like the sound of doves beating on their breasts in sorrow. Though Nineveh was like a pool of water throughout her days, now her inhabitants are fleeing. Stop, stop, if you cry. But no one turns back. A plunder the Plunder the silver, plunder the gold, for there is no end to the treasure. Wealth from every precious object. She is emptied, she is desolate and waste. Hearts melting in fear and knees knocking. Anguish in the whole body and the faces of all grow pale. <clears throat> Where is the den of the lions, Assyria, and the feeding place of the lion, young lions? 
Where the lion, lionesses, the lion's cub proud with nothing to fear. The lion of Assyria tore enough for his cubs, Assyrian citizens, killed enough prey for his lionesses and filled his layers with prey and his dens with torn flesh. Because I am against you, Nineveh declares the Lord of hosts, and I will burn your chariots in the smoke and the sword will devour your young lions. I will cut off your prey from the land and the voice of your messengers will no longer be heard. Nahum 3, Nineveh's complete ruin. Woe and judgment is coming to the city and bloody, blood guilty murder and, and mayhem completely full of lies and pillage. Her prey never departs alive. The noise of the crackling of the whip, the noise of the rattling of the wheel, galloping horses and rumbling and bounding chariots in the assault of Nineveh, horsemen charging, swords flashing, spears gleaming, many slain, a mass of corpses, no end of corpses. The horsemen stumble over corpses, sorry, all because of the many acts of the prostitution of Nineveh, the prostitute, the charming and well-favored one, the mistress of sorceries, who betrays nations by her acts of prostitution, idolatry, and families by her sorceries. Behold, I am again against you, declares the Lord of hosts, and I will lift up your skirts over your face, and I let the nations look at your nakedness, O Nineveh, and the kingdoms at your disgrace. I will throw filth on you and make you vile and treat you with contempt and set you up as a spectacle. And it will come about that all who see you will shrink back and run from you and say, Nineveh is completely ruined. Who will grieve for her? There, I, where, I, where will I seek comforts for you? Are you better off than Thebes, which, is situ which was situated by the waters of the Nile? The water surrounding her, those defense, whose defense was the sea, the Nile, whose wall consisted of the sea, Ethiopia was her strength, and Egypt too, without limits. Put and Lubim were among her helpers, yet she became an exile and went into captivity. Her young children were dashed to pieces at the head of every street. They cast lots for her honorable men, and all her great men were bound with chains. Pardon me, you too, Nineveh, will become drunk with the cup of God's wrath. You will be hidden too, Nineveh will search in vain for a refuge from the enemy. All of your fortresses are nothing but fig trees with ripe figs. When shaken, they fall into the, into the mouth of the eater. Behold, your people are as weak as help, and helpless as women in your midst. The gates of your land are open wide with, to your enemies. Fire consumes the bars across your gates. Draw water for a long-continued siege. Strengthen your fortresses. Go down to the day pits. The clay pits. Sorry. Uh, trample. I'm sorry, y'all. My glasses are so bad. I have to get glasses. That's I was struggling yesterday trying to, to preach. Uh, pit, trample the mortar, prepare the brick kiln to burn bricks for the rampart. But there, in the very midst of these preparations, the fire will devour you. The sword will cut you down. It will devour you as the locust does. Multiply yourself like the creeping locusts. That M is capitalized. Multiply yourself like the swarming locusts. You have increased your traitors more than the visible stars of heaven. The creeping locust strips and destroys and then flies away. Your guardsmen are like swarming locusts. Your marshals are like the hordes of grasshoppers settling in the stone walls in a cold day. When the sun rises, they fly away and no one knows, oops, and no one knows the place where they are. Your shepherds are asleep, O king of Assyria. Your nobles are lying down in desert, in death, sorry. Your people are scattered on the mountains and there is no one to gather them. There is no relief and healing for your hurt. The wound is incurable. All who hear the news about you clap their hands over what has happened to you. For on 
for on whom your, has, your, has your unceasing evil not come continually. We're in Habakkuk 1. Uh, the Chaldeans used to punish Judah, the oracle, a burdensome message, a pronouncement of God, which Habakkuk the prophet saw. O Lord, how long will I call for your help? And you will not hear? I cry out to you, violence, yet you do not save. Why do you make me see iniquity? Because me and cause me to look on wickedness, for destruction and violence are before me. Strife continues and contention arises. Therefore, the law is ineffective and ignored, and justice is never upheld. For the wicked surround the righteous, therefore, justice becomes perverted. The Lord replied, Look among the nations, see, be astonished, wonder, for I am doing something in your days. I will not, you will not believe if you were told. For behold, I am raising up the Chaldeans who rule in Babylon, that fierce and impetuous nation who march throughout the earth and to take possession of dwelling places that do not belong to them. The Chaldeans are dreaded and feared. They, their justice and authority originates with themselves, and they are defined only by their decree. Their horses are swifter than leopards and keener than hungry wolves. In the evening, their horsemen come galloping. Their horsemen come from far away like the flying eagles swooping down to devour. They all come for violence. Their horde of faces moves eagerly forward. They gather prisoners like sand. They make fun of kings, and the rulers are idle are a laughing matter to them. They ridicule every stronghold and heap up rubble for each, for earth mounds and cap, and capture it. For earth mounds and capture it. Yeah. Then they will sweep by like the wind and pass on, but they will be held guilty. They and all the men whose own power and strength is their God. Are you not from everlasting? O Lord, my God, my Holy One, will you, we will not die. O Lord, you have appointed the Chaldeans who rule in Babylon to execute your judgment, and you, O Rock, have established them to correct and chastise. Your eyes are too pure to approve evil, then you, and you cannot look favorably on wickedness. Why then do you look favorably on those who act treacherously? Why are you silent when the wicked Chaldeans oppressors destroy the more righteous than they? Why do you make uh, men like the fish of the sea, like reptiles and creeping things that have no ruler and are helpless against their enemies, the Chaldeans bring up, bring all of them up with a hook and drag them away with a net and gather them together in their fishing nets. So they rejoice and are glad. Therefore, they offer sacrifices to their net and burn incense to their fishing net because through these things, their catch is large and they live luxuriously and their food is plentiful. They will, will they continue to empty their net and mercilessly go on destroying nations without sparing? Habakkuk, or Habakkuk, how you pronounce it? Two, God answers the prophet, I will stand at my guard post. I will stand at my guard post and station myself at the tower, on the tower, and I will keep watch to see what we will, what he will say to me, and what answer will I give as his spokesman when I am reproved. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries towards the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail, even though it delays. Wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come. I will, it will not delay. Look at the proud one. His soul is not right within him, but the righteous will live by his faith in the true God. Moreover, wine is treacherous and betrays the arrogant man, so that he does not stay at home. His appetite is large, like Sheol, and he is like like death, never satisfied, he gathers himself 
to all nations, he collects himself to all peoples as if he owned them. Will all these victims in his greed of his greed not take up a taunting song against him and in mocking derision against him? Say, Woe, judgment is coming to him who increases that which is not his. How long will it will he possess it? And woe to him who makes himself wealthy with loans. Will your creditors not rise up suddenly? <clears throat> and those who collect from you awaken when you become when will you become plunder for them? Because you, king of Babylon, have looted many nations. All peoples who are left will loot you because of human bloodshed and for the violence done to the land, to the city, and all its inhabitants. Woe, judgment is coming to him who obtains wicked gain for his house and thinks by doing so to set his nest on high that he may be rescued from the hand of evil. You have devised a shameful thing for your house by cutting off and putting it into many peoples. So you are shining against your own life and forfeiting it. For the stone will cry out from the wall to accuse you built in sin, but the rafter will answer it out of the woodwork. Woe, judgment is coming to him who built a city with bloodshed and establishes a town by violence. Is it not indeed from the Lord of hosts that people labor only for the fire that will destroy their work and nations grow weary for nothing that is things that is things which have no lasting value? But the time is coming when the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Woe, judgment is coming to you who make your neighbors drink who mix in your venom to make them drunk so that you may look at their nakedness and you will be filled with disgrace instead of honor. Now drink and expose your own nakedness. The cup of wrath is the Lord's right hand coming. The cup of wrath in the Lord's right hand will come around you, O destroyer, and utterly disgrace, and utter disgrace will be on your own glory. For the violence done to Lebanon will overwhelm you. The destruction of the animals will terrify you. The account of human bloodshed and the violence done to the land, to the city and all its inhabitants. What profit is is the carved images when its maker has formed it. It is only a cast image and a teacher of lies, and it, its maker trusts in his own creation as his God when he makes speechless idols. Woe, judgment is coming to him who says to the wooden image, Awake, and to the speechless stone, Arise. And that is your and that is your teacher? Look, it is overlaid with gold and silver, and there is no breath in it at all. But the Lord is in his holy temple, and all the earth hush. And be silent before him. God's salvation of his people. Habakkuk 3. A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet. Set to wild and enthusiastic music. Wow. Ooh, look at that. I've never read that before in the Amplified Bible. Habakkuk the prophet. A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet. Set to wild and enthusiastic music. O Lord, I have heard the report about you and I fear. O Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, earnestly remember compassion and love. God approaching from Sinai comes from Teman, Edom, and the Holy One from Mount Paran. Selah, pause and calmly think of that. His splendor and majesty covers the heavens and the earth is full of his praise. His brightness is like the sunlight and his and has bright rays flashing from his hand. And there in the sunlight splendor is the hiding place of his power. Before him goes the pestilence of judgment as in Egypt, and the burning plague of condemnation follows at his feet as in uh, Sennacherib's army. Sennacherib's army. He stood and measured the earth. He looked and startled the nations. Yes, the eternal mountains were shattered. The ancient hills bowed low and collapsed. His ways are eternal. I, Habakkuk, in my vision, saw the tents of Cushan under distress, 
The tent curtains of the land of Midian were trembling. Did the Lord rage against the rivers? Was your, or was your anger against the rivers? Or was your wrath against the Red Sea? That you rode on your horses, on your chariots of salvation? Your bow was made bare. The rods of chastisement were sworn. Selah. Pause calmly. Think of that. You split the earth with rivers, bringing water to dry places. The mountains saw you, and they trembled and withered as if in pain. The downpour of water swept away by a deluge. The depth uttered in its voice were enraged. It lifted its hands high. The sun and moon stood in their places as before Joshua. They went away at the light of your swift arrows, and at the radiance and gleaming of your glittering spear in indignation you marched through the earth in anger you trampled and threshed the nations and went forth for the salvation of your people for the salvation and rescue of your anointed people israel you struck the head from the house of the wicked to lay him open from the thigh to the neck selah pause and calmly think of that with the enemy's own spears you pierced in the head of his hordes, and they stormed out to scatter us, rejoicing like those who secretly devoured the oppressed of Israel. You have trampled on the sea with your horses and the surge of many waters. I heard, and my whole inner self trembled. My lips quivered at the sound. Decay and rottenness enter my bones, and I tremble in my place, because I must wait quietly for the day of distress. For the people to arise who will invade and attack us, though the fig tree does not blossom and there is no fruit on the vines, though the yield of the olive fails and the fields produce no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there is no are no cattle in the stalls, yet I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout in exultation in victorious in the victorious God of my salvation, the Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invincible army. He has made my feet steady and sure like hinds feet, and he makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility for the choir director on my stringed instruments. Wow, wow, wow. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that it brings life and restoration, Lord, and, and knowledge and understanding and wisdom. Let it be hidden in our heart, Lord. We put on the whole armor of God, Lord, our belt of truth, breastplate of righteousness, our feet with the gospel of peace, Lord, our helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, and the sword of spirit of the Spirit. We thank you, Lord, today. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I'll see you tomorrow for the full 180.